1: Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the 4Play Podcast. It's Bella. This is Jace. This is part two of our review of Bliss Cruise, November 2021. If you haven't listened to the first part of that, you can just go to the one that we posted right before here, or you can go into the show notes and we'll have that linked. But we would highly recommend to listen to that part first and listen to this part second. We are going to be on Temptation Cruise, February 14th through the 19th of 2022. And we want to see you guys there. We want to meet you guys. We want to party with you guys. And if you guys Book through us, book through our link, and you can find that at foreplay.com slash cruise 2022 That's the number four, O-U-R-P-L-A-Y.com. You can be part of the Foreplay crew, and you get a personalized name necklace and also an exclusive shirt that everybody who books through us will be wearing one day on the cruise ship. And then you'll get information for the meetups, and maybe we'll have a dinner or something that time, too. And so make sure you guys book through us, and we can't wait to see you guys there. So we're going to first talk about the food on the ship, and it's normal cruise ship food. I really enjoy cruise ship food. <laughs> I think yes. that it's amazing, and I think it's super fun on this specific cr- ship which was the Royal Caribbean Oasis of the Seas. They have the buffet which is the wind jammer. And it was super fan is the fanciest wind jammer that we've been on. And we've done a lot of vanilla cruises. We've done a lot of cruises with Royal Caribbean. And this was by far the fanciest one I would say. Um, we ate there a majority of the time. They had breakfast, lunch, dinner, and they also had late night open food there mm-hmm. too. So about 12 to 2 or maybe it was 1 to 3, sometime really late after you're done playing, you could go into the Windjammer to get more food. So anytime there was always something available. And the other place that was open super late at night was the pizza place called Sorrento's. And you could go there. I think they opened at 12 and didn't close till 4. And so they always had really good pizza there. It wasn't like the brick oven type pizza. It was definitely... A little bit more subpar than that. But when you're, you know, drunk and you just need something to eat. Yeah, and it's all of that is included. (laughs) And they had uh, antipasta, too, so you could get olives and um, different vegetables there. There was another place on the promenade deck where you could get little sandwiches and fruits and little cakes. That was open 24 hours. Mm -hmm. There were places where you could get coffee and water and drinks 24 hours as well. That one place on the promenade that I was just Mm -hmm. talking about, that was open all the time.
0: So you definitely had a ton of options for food. There was tons of places to eat. The only other place I feel like really is like a notable mention is in the main dining room. A lot of people would go together with a group. Like we went with one of our group of friends one night for dinner. It was nice just to dress up, go to dinner, have a nice dinner with everybody. And a lot of people did do that. A lot of people also go where they're seated with just random people so you can make new friends. So that is one of the other things I think is a big fun thing to do when it comes to food is going to the main dining room. But just note that it does take a while to eat, especially with a bigger group. So if you're more in a rush, just going into the Windjammer and having that buffet is a little bit quicker. And the Windjammer also usually has the same exact food as the actual sit-down restaurant.
1: Not the exact same, but they had some – courses that were the same. They had a lot of different restaurants that were that you paid extra for as well. We didn't personally go to any of those, but they had fancier steak restaurants and they had a sushi place, hibachi place. And there was a lot of different restaurants that you could go to if you wanted to pay extra. One of our other favorite places was on the pool deck and it was a Mexican restaurant, and they had quesadillas, burritos. It was almost a Chipotle type thing where you just go through the line and you can choose what you want. It was so good. We got that every single day. Mm-hmm. So, and for breakfast, you could also do the main dining room on sea days, and we mostly just did the windjammer, the buffet in the morning. It got really busy though. The clo- maybe around ten to eleven. That's I because say- That's
0: when people woke up.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and so it, sometimes it was hard to find. A seat but if you just just keep walking you'll be able to find a place like don't just look for a place to sit the first place you walk in if you just go a little bit more in the middle I'm just talking about the buffet here um you'll be able to find a place to sit yeah. on the pool deck there's also the soft serve ice cream that is open a lot of the time, so yeah. that one I feel like is a little bit hidden. It, usually mm. it's a little bit easier to find, so make sure if you're going on the Oasis of the Seas, you go and look for that, because it is always fun to have ice cream, especially eating it topless out on the pool deck on a swinger's cruise. is pretty fun. Drinks-wise, your ticket price did not include the premium beverage package. You did have to pay extra for that. At this cruise, I believe it was 14 to 1500 per couple. And so a cabin, unless you reached out and got permission, you did have to buy two drink packages per cabin. If you were in a cabin with two people, you couldn't just get one drink package unless you got special exception for that. And on top of the drink package price, there was also an 18% gratuity added to each time you bought a drink. And so that's just something to remember something to make note of. A lot of people had the drink package, and I will say, I don't know if it's just because there were just so many people on this ship, but it, the lines always looked so, so long. And then our friends, whenever they, we didn't get the drink package, but whenever our friends would go and they'd be like, hey, like, I'm going to go get a drink, I swear they were gone for like 20 minutes before they came back. Yeah. And so it did seem to take a long time to get a drink yeah, in general, sure. especially on the pool deck. Mm-hmm. Oh, and at night, too. It just kind of depends on where you go. So I, I some advice I would say is to try to find the bars that were a little bit smaller and then maybe go there to get your drinks and then mm-hmm. come back there was a really cool drink place where it was robots it was all uh ai doing it and that place i feel like you didn't wait in line too long there yeah. wasn't that many people using it
0: Yeah, it was like a robot bar it was really cool
1: yeah i don't think you had to pay the 18 percent gratuity to the robot on there so Not just, just there. letting you know i don't know for sure but i want to say when i saw our friend doing it it said zero And so that's pretty cool. (laughs) And they had some good drinks, so.
0: One of the most disappointing things to me about this cruise was the activities. They were subpar, and there was very few of them. Most of the activities, if you want to call them that, were just self-led meet and greets. I would say 90% of the activities were self-led meet and greets, which is, a you know, 45 and over, or 45 and under, or a soft shop only, or a voyeur only, or whatever it was. They had tons of different that, but they're all just self-led And pretty much it shut down all the rest of the activities because all the areas got taken for the self-led groups. They had pool games one day on the last or day before last. I think
1: it was two days, but
0: just not very often. (laughs) Yeah. And those games lasted maybe 30 to 45 minutes. And that really was it. They had the normal shows at night, but they only had one showing of them. So normally on a normal cruise, they'll have a show at like 730 and 930. They pretty much only had like a nine o'clock show every night Of whatever they were doing. It was usually one live music performance. I mean, they always had live bands and stuff like that places, but there was no trivia. There was no anything like that. And we really felt like if they would have had trivia and things like that, where it was more quiet, it would have made a really great environment to meet people and being able to talk. But it felt like to us, the only places to really meet people were like at the pool or at the club at night. And those places are so loud. It's difficult to really make a connection and talk to people easily. And so I was extremely underwhelmed by the activities. I thought they were going to have more like a lot of the lifestyle resorts have where they have playmakers and people really out there trying to like get people to talk to people and break down those barriers. But that was not true whatsoever. We did talk to some people that said it was a little bit better in the past on Bliss and maybe because of COVID, it kind of made it more difficult. So I don't know if it's a Bliss thing or if it's just because of COVID and now it's more difficult. But that to me was the most underwhelming thing about the entire cruise was the lack of activities that they had.
1: And that's because we're comparing that to a normal cruise where if you go on a vanilla cruise, they not only just have trivia, but they have scavenger hunts and they have um, like Battle of the Sexes games where it's like boys versus girls or the quest game show, which I was so excited to see the quest game show on this ship. But, and, and I just don't know why they didn't do it. It just it doesn't make sense to me. Exactly what Jay said. I just feel like if there were different activities where it was a quieter place and you could go and you can meet people and, like, be on teams, it would have been so much more fun. And the trivia, I thought they were going to do sex trivia or, like, sex position trivia or games like that or the sexy charades, sexy, sexy Pictionary. I don't know. Wait, we even have that game on our... On our game, on 4 slash games. Like, I'm just so surprised that they didn't have that on the ship. They did have seminars. They did have classes, which was cool. We, we didn't personally go to those. Um, we were preoccupied during the times that they had those. But they did have different classes, which I think were really yeah. nice. But there wasn't a ton of them either.
0: And they did have shows. But in my head, I also expected more shows that were based towards swingers. Like, I don't know how much I expected, but I expected more of that. The shows were one day... It was like a Whitney Houston, not impersonator, but like cover person, which was incredible, but not like sexy or anything. And then they had like some comedians, but the comedians like told some swinger type jokes, but it was more just adult humor, which is also on every single cruise ever. And then they had like comedy juggling, which wasn't really, which was cool. But also not sexy at all. So, like, the shows were just normal, regular shows. Which, I mean, they have cool shows on cruises. If you've ever been on a cruise, they have cool shows. So, it's... They were cool shows for being cool shows. But I guess in my head, I was hoping for more... I don't know. Sexy-related shows? Yeah, which I don't know how much you can expect. So, maybe that's me over...
1: Yeah.
0: ...wanting there. But I at least thought, like, the comedians would be, like... Have a full hour of, like... More swinger type jokes. I feel like it was just more adult humor.
1: Not even just swinger, but like sex jokes in general.
0: Yeah, I feel like
1: so, and they did have cats, like the the show cats.
0: <laughs> yeah, I didn't go to that. Yeah, people so. were making fun of
1: me saying that I wanted to go to cats. I would have went if they had it two times in the day because I wanted to see it like in the daytime. But then they only did it at night, and I was like, I, I'm not spending my night. Also,
0: o'clock. I was disappointed because they have a water show, an ice skating show, but they did them only the last night. And people wanted to party and have fun the last night. It's like why would you do the big shows only the last evening when you want to be partying? So to me, just the activities and shows were super subpar. But truthfully, that's not really why you're there. You're there to go party and talk to people and have dinners and make friends. I just think that having some of those activities and stuff would have made that making friends and all of that – easier and more fun.
1: I feel like that's not necessarily it either because I mean it is a couple's cruise it is a lifestyle charter but not everybody is there to swing and so the people who aren't there to be doing lifestyle stuff like I'm sure would want to see different shows and more I don't know it was but I agree with you there it was just um Subpar. par yes <laughs> music wise in the promenade there was a variety of i would say top 40 music and then also 90s 80s there was really really good djs honestly i would say throughout um the main djs were really good at mixing the music into the other song uh on the studio b where it was the after party club I personally feel like it was way too much EDM. <laughs>
0: yes. Every song was a top 40 song, but they just made it EDM. It reminded me of like, if you remember on the radio, they used to do it like 10 years ago, and they would do an after work, like cardio hour, and yeah. they would just upbeat every single song. And I just got tired of jumping. It, it felt like very like Euro pop, like just jump dancing EDM. And that's all it was, which is not fun for sexy dancing with people like I want some Drake and Rihanna and stuff like that for sexy music on a sexy cruise. I just don't want to be jumping.
1: And it would have been good. To, then this is just, you know, our personal taste, right? Mm-hmm. But I feel like if they would have done a mix, if they would have done a 50% EDM stuff and 50% more sexy music, it would have been a better mix because it, I, I feel like it was a lot harder to flirt with people in the club where you couldn't really like grind up on yes. people dancing. It was like, a, like you said, a jumping dancing mm-hmm. type fist and fist yeah. pump yep. type dancing. There was one club, Blaze, that played that kind of music. And we just happened to stumble in there one night on our way back to Studio B. And they were playing that kind of music. But like, no
0: one is yeah. in there. There were literally was zero people on the dance floor and, like, two people sitting at a table.
1: No, there was, like, there was uh, six people in there and there were two people on the dance floor, you yeah, and me. Yeah, me and you. Yeah, yeah.
0: so <laughs> terrible, terrible. But there was a hush party one night, which is, like, a silent disco where they give you little headphones and you can switch the music. That was a cool party. I thought they played really good music that night. I would personally like if it was more not just EDM and, like you said, it was a mixture of EDM plus some sexy, maybe plus even some, like, Classic, not classic, but like like Sweet Caroline, like those songs that get people dancing and singing and just a more mixture, not just like the club pop type music, because that I feel like would have made it a much better experience, because it is hard to feel sexy when you're just jumping up and down and your heart rate's elevated and you're tired from jumping because it's too much cardio. <laughs> so... That's my opinion on the music in there.
1: We're going to go ahead and hop into the advice portion of things that we think is good to know, but this is a swinger resort vacation type thing that I didn't even know about until... This year, but swingers will wear their names on a little necklace. It's a beaded necklace and it'll just have your name on it. So then whenever you meet somebody, you it's harder to forget their name and you can read their name whenever they're introducing themselves to you, and vice versa. I and also
0: you- loved it because my name people call me Chase all the time. Yeah. And so the fact that someone could read my necklace and I'd be like, oh, it's Jace with a J. That was wonderful for me because people and if people like, couldn't understand it because it was loud. You could just like hold your necklace up and they'd be like, oh, now we know what your name is. So I thought it was really convenient.
1: And we're going to be wearing those to any lifestyle event that we go to, not just on vacation, but mm-hmm. we will always be wearing a necklace that says our name on it whenever we're at a lifestyle event. Yeah. If you book through us to go on Bliss Cruise or Temptation Cruise or any of the vacation spots that we will be at and you want to be part of the Foreplay Crew, and again, you can Look through us at foreplay.com slash temptation cruise 2022 and foreplay.com slash bliss cruise. N O V 2022. We will make you personally, we will make you guys a personalized name necklace. And you'll also get a limited edition shirt that everybody who books through us will be wearing a specific day on the cruise. So make sure you guys do that. We would love to see you there. But if you guys are going on a different vacation that we're not going to be at, um, I would definitely recommend to make your own necklace. You can just get those beaded Letters. People had them just on elastic so that way you didn't have to worry about opening up the clasps and everything. Uh, We'd recommend to put it on a black necklace so it's easier to read and use the white letters so it's easier to read and then you can personalize it however you want to on the sides.
0: We'd also highly advise you to do slut cards. They're obviously not necessary at all, but what a slut card is is almost like a business type card. We'll post a picture of what ours looks like in the show notes below. We'll post one on Twitter too so that people can see what it looks like. So if you want to go see what it looks like, we'll post it on Twitter. You can put really whatever you want on it. For us, we had our website, our podcast, all that. Both of all the people we saw, they had their names, they'd have their kick, their emails, they'd have their website name, so maybe it's on Cassidy or SDC or whatever they had a profile on, they would have their usernames there, maybe where they're from, and then people also put their room numbers, or some people, like what we did, would have their card, and then so they could use it on another cruise, they would just write their number on the back, and then that way you could give them out to people, so you could stay in contact with people after the cruise, And also that way you could kind of know where somebody was. People would have little whiteboards like on their doors and stuff and people would write like, hey, we're at the pool. Hey, we're at dinner. So that way if you had someone's room, you could kind of maybe have a better chance of figuring out where they were. So they're definitely not necessary but we liked them because we gave a lot out and we got a lot from people. And it kind of is a good way to be able to stay in contact with people throughout and then also once you're off the ship because you meet so many people that it's hard to – Remember everybody, so if you have more of the cards, you can kind of stay in contact with all those friends you made.
1: And make sure you put your picture on there, too. I would recommend ours is not super colorful just because it matches with our business stuff but if we were to have like a different kind of slut card I would recommend to make it colorful so it's easier to remember and some people have these bracelets actually almost those live strong bracelets the little rubber ones that had their names on it and their room number but I wouldn't recommend to do that because you can't put a picture on there Mm so we got a couple of those, and I was looking at them. I was like, oh, Sarah and John, I I can't remember what they look like. And so I think that the cards are a better way to do that. Again, all these things aren't necessary, but I would highly, 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 highly recommend them, and I think it's going to make your experience better if you do have the necklace and the cards.
0: Yes, and one other thing that I think would really help that we didn't do because I didn't really think that people used it until later on that we realized people did was at least with Royal Caribbean, they have a texting app. It's $2 a day, so it ends up being like $14 something for the entire week. You don't have to have the internet plan to do it, but basically you can look up anyone that has its name and then you're able to just send the messages through the Royal Caribbean app, which is really helpful because if you're like, hey, where are you guys? Hey, we're at the pool because we could look, people, look for people during the day and we couldn't find them or we looked through the night, couldn't find them. So if we would have done that earlier, we could have got people's Names and numbers on the Rural Caribbean app and then found people to hang out with during the day or found where they were to meet up with people. So I would definitely get a texting app next time or the texting in the Rural Caribbean app next time just so that we could stay in communication with people a little bit easier because a lot of people did have it.
1: This podcast is brought to you by us, Bella and Jace. Have you ever been hanging out with all your friends and you kind of want to move things a little bit forward but you don't quite know how to do it? We have the perfect game for you. It's a swinger icebreaker game. It's our game and it's foreplay.com slash games. You can find all the information there.
0: Have you ever been walking through Walmart or the mall or something and you just see someone wearing an down pineapple shirt and you're like, where do they get that? It's probably from our shop. Fourplay.comslash shop. We have really cool lifestyle apparel. We have ups and down pineapple things, cum sluts, crop tops you name it, we have it. If you're interested in lifestyle apparel, go to foreplay.com shop and you can see everything we have. If
1: you're newer in the lifestyle and are wondering how to get started, we have a course for you. It's you can find that information at foreplay.com learn. It just goes over everything that we wish we would have known going into the lifestyle as newbies to help you guys navigate the lifestyle a little bit easier. And so again, you can find that at foreplay.com learn. It also comes with all of our games. So if you get the course, you also get foreplay unlimited. Now back to the show. Another way to communicate is using the actual phones in your rooms. You could leave voice messages if you had the room number of the other person. For some reason, ours didn't ring, so I don't know if it was on... Mute or something. We got the voicemail, but it's Yeah. Yeah. So we did. One of our friends, whenever we wanted to make uh, dinner reservations, I was because we didn't have the texting app and we didn't have the internet plan, and so I said, "Oh, well, maybe you can just leave a message in our room." And it ended up did working, and so she did leave us a message, and and that worked too. So you guys can do that as well, and we would recommend to also decorate your door, just because one, it's fun and. It's easier to find your room whenever you're just walking down the hall if you have your door decorated. And get the little magnets. We got ours from... You can get them anywhere, but I think I ordered my ours from AliExpress like forever ago. And so we like the ones that have the hook connected to it too so then you can hook things on there and just the normal magnets so you can put pictures and stuff but a lot of people had the uh, their own pictures and then they had their information their um, contact information and you can make some of them really some of them were really cool because they had lights some of them had boas i think we put our mardi gras necklaces on them throughout and because the doors are metal you can stick magnets on there you can also stick magnets onto the ceiling where your door is and so that's where we hung our necklaces i thought were really cool and so we're going to bring lights next time one of our friends in their room made a super sexy atmosphere they brought in these red lights that almost seemed like these led lights i think they were probably battery powered Mm -hmm. but um, they had those in there so it made a really cool atmosphere recommend to bring a speaker of some sort so you can play music if you have people back at your cabin it's fun to have some kind of music going on if something sexy is going on so those are two things that we would recommend as well bringing some kind of lights sexy lights well you don't really need it though because you could dim your lights in the room
0: which is also a sexy atmosphere but it was definitely fun though i walked to the room i was like wow this is so like i feel sexy in here like i felt good and so Whenever we go on Temptation Cruise and Bliss and stuff in the future, we will definitely have our room decorated more just because it was really fun to walk. I bet a ton of people did that. Yeah. But it was really cool. So that was a really fun experience to be able to do that. Another bit of advice that we also kind of covered in the first podcast was about the theme night. People really do go all out. And so all the time I would wear, let's say, like a pair of jeans. And then if it was uh, Animal Kingdom Night, I just wore like a leopard button-up shirt which was nice. But some people like dress up like George, the jungle, or did all of these just different huge themes. And so that's one thing I would recommend is if you like, if you're the kind of person that likes to dress up, obviously you don't need to, but if you like to dress up, it's really, really fun to be able to go all out. And I've noticed that a lot of times I feel like in swingers clubs, men don't dress up as much, but on the cruise men did just as much as women.
1: Every year they have different themes, but I'm going to go ahead and just list the seven that they had just so you kind of get an idea if it's something that you're thinking about doing in the future. This isn't in order. They actually changed up the order a little bit, but just so you have an idea. So we had Island Vibes, All That Sparkles, Evening Chic Animal Kingdom Glow Night Mardi Trois, so it's kind of like Mardi Gras but a little bit sexier, and Fetish Night Vampire Style and then Purple Passion. Usually the very end, the last day is a very simple one just so people don't have to worry about going all out whenever they're packing everything away. Ladies, I know that the cute shoes are awesome, but I would highly recommend to bring some kind of shoe that you can change into later in the night to dance in. I have no shame that I wore Air Force Ones almost every single night because you know what? I could walk around the ship, and it's a big-ass ship, so I could walk around the ship, I could dance, I could talk to people, and I don't think that it... Uh, deterred people away from talking to me either so me. <laughs> i would highly recommend to bring like a change of shoes to wear whenever you want to dance because yeah go all out with your outfit like during like from t- 10 to 12 That's i would say all, and yeah. yeah and like have your like super hot high heels and all that but those feet going got hurt i know it so <laughs> One question that I had before we got on the ship was, do people wear their theme night outfits to dinner? And it ended up being 50-50. So some people did wear it to dinner and some people changed afterwards into it later during the club part of the night or the promenade part of the night. You could not be naked or have your nipples out when you're walking around the ship. Again, the only places where you could be nude was on the pool deck when you're at when you're not at port or in the playrooms and so you do have to be like a little bit covered up and so if you're going into the main dining room I know the rule said no ass cheeks (laughs) In the bliss of rules, it literally said no ass cheeks and no nipples. And they said sheer is not covering nipples. So people had nipple covers and that was fine. I know there was one night where I just wore a little skirt and nipple covers, sparkling nipple covers, and that was fine. I didn't get deterred from anywhere. There were some people who I saw got turned away because people who were like pretty much just in their thong bikini and tiny little top they didn't let them come in to get food so you know just so you avoid that part i don't want anybody to get embarrassed you know oh here's a really good advice make sure you have a cover-up if you just bring like ladies or i guess men too if you just bring a cover-up that is going to help a lot that way you could just put it on real quick and then go get your food and then go back out to the pool
0: so this is my last piece of advice i don't know what I I like to think the best in people and I really hope that someone was just really drunk and it was by mistake, but I did have a pair of like slides like that you wore to the pool and they were taken. I don't know if they were stolen intentionally or on accident. They were extremely out of the way, so I don't know how they could have accidentally been taken, but they were. Um, Most of the time we just left our stuff out. I felt really safe leaving my stuff out. I didn't feel like anyone was going to take anything. That day, our shirts were still there. Bella's shoes were still there. Everything else was still there. So I don't know if someone has accidentally took my shoes, but I do not any longer have those shoes. I went to the, like, find and – or lost and found thing a couple times to see if possibly maybe someone had turned them in and it was just an accident. No one ever turned them in. So I'm kind of leaning in the direction that they get stolen. And so just be mindful when you're leaving things out that just because you do trust people as a general rule, and I still do, just be mindful of what you're leaving out because there still is a chance something could get taken. I said, I still think that hopefully it was just an accident. But just be mindful of that. That's that's all I want to say with that.
1: I have one more advice. I think that's a really good idea to bring a cup with you. Yeah, Yeti or Arctic or Hydroflask type cup. That way you can put water in it and you don't have to go and find water all the time. I think it's a good idea. I carried ours around or I carried mine I around. I mine around all the time too. Yeah, the entire time at the pool, literally everywhere I had it. I have one that I put a... Handle, I guess, on it, and my lid also has a handle, so it was easier to carry. So you didn't have to, you know, palm your cup the entire time. And then we also put our website on there, so if you put your name on there, or maybe both of your names, or where you were from, and you had one of those little vinyl cutouts and put it on there, I think that that would be a good idea to do. Mm-hmm.
0: Overall, it was just such a, such a great experience, and we have been so blessed to be on so many trips and things in our entire life. And I will say that Bliss might have been my favorite trip that we have ever been on, and Bella had the same exact thing. It was just seven days of truth, like a blissful feeling. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a wonderful name because I just felt so happy and so thankful and so grateful every single day that I was on that ship, and it was just, it was just such a good environment, and the people were so kind, and everyone was just so happy, and it was. It was just nonstop fun all the time, and we grew a lot as people. We made so many friends. We had so many cool experiences. It was just such a wonderful, wonderful trip. So whether you guys go next year or sometimes in the future, if you are in the lifestyle, I would highly recommend at least one time in your life going on some sort of lifestyle cruise because it was just such an incredible experience. I'm really thankful for Bliss for doing events like this because – It's awesome, and I do not see us ever not going on a Bliss anytime in the future because it was just that wonderful of a trip.
1: We were a little worried that, oh my gosh, the seven days of nonstop swinger stuff, lifestyle stuff, going to be too much, and it ended up not being. Mm -hmm. I mean, I could have done another day or two. Mm -hmm. The only reason why I couldn't was because I was just tired of partying. Yeah, But the actual being around such open, nice people, like really feeling in our element, I feel like. Like I just loved being in that environment for seven days. Mm-hmm. And I, I we've never been to a resort before, but with the people that we've talked to and the people that we met... Being on a cruise is different than going to a resort because it's the same people for seven whole days. So you go to a resort, you might meet somebody and they might be leaving that day or they might be leaving in two days and then another person comes in and other people. But these are the same 4,000 people for seven straight days, and which I think was really cool. And so that's why... We really liked the cruise, too, because you just see the same people. It's almost yeah. like you, like, live together all for yeah. seven days.
0: And you talk to people, and, like, we have multiple friends. Like, oh, yeah, we're going back next year. And so now I feel like next year's going to be even more fun because when you go, there's going to be people that you just know the first day. And you've already, like, you don't have to break that barrier of, like, talking and making a new friend. It's just an old friend that you already have. And so – it, I just couldn't more highly recommend it. So there's definitely flaws and things that I would have changed personally, but overall still a 10 out of 10 experience for me and just just a wonderful, wonderful time. So,
1: 10 out of 10 for me too. And we, again, highly recommend for anybody to go. If you're we, interested
0: in it, just do it. Book it. We had such high expectations because we had this booked for two years, like two years and two weeks from the day that we booked it to the day that we got on this ship. And it – out past my expectations or surpassed it or whatever word you want to use there. And we had some people say, oh, this is the best trip ever. And like, will it it really be? It was. It was just the best trip. And it was so much fun.
1: We have our last little question on here is, would we go again? And 1,000%, we are already going again. We we were already booked for two years in a row, but as long as we are in America, we will be attending Bliss November Cruise every single year. and we
0: already I, liked, know. I like to get to the point where we do April and November every year.
1: The difference between April and November also, just anybody who's wondering, April is uh, five days and November is always seven days. Um, November, I think more people end up liking November more. The people that we've asked said that they just like November more, so they end up going on to the November one. And... Um, we will definitely be going. Anytime that we can, we're going. And we we literally booked another swinger cruise the day that we left Bliss Cruise, and that's Temptation Cruise. So that's going to be a whole different cruise and we'll talk about that when the time comes in February, but we are so excited, literally addicted. I wish we could go once a month. I really do.
0: I would 100% go once a month on a Swingers cruise.
1: No, we no. are yeah, and we are huge Um, vanilla cruisers and I just feel like it's completely ruined for us now I agree I mean we're gonna continue going on them because they're fun they're relaxing and stuff those are the kind of vacations we would go on and sit and read
0: and yeah
1: eat like crap but I would
0: much rather party and make swinger friends than read true just me though (laughs) I love reading I love reading too so that but Yeah, it was such a cool experience, and I am just so, so grateful that we got to do it. Mm -hmm. And I'm really glad we got to film this podcast because we wondered what it was like. And I hope that these two podcasts were able to answer some questions that you guys had. If you have any other questions you can think about, Bliss, feel free to send us an email at hello at foreplay.com. And we can we can answer more questions you guys have about it, but it was just such an awesome time.
1: If we have enough questions, we might even do a part three if necessary. Or like
0: a Q&A for it or something. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah definitely, because I could talk about Bliss Cruise literally all freaking day long. So. Yeah, <laughs> and we do. Yeah. We
0: still talk about it all the time. So <laughs>
1: Now moving on to Bella and JC's weekly Week- obsession. My weekly obsession is making my own press on nails. And so I don't like having super long nails on my actual nails. I don't like... Doing acrylics and stuff like that. My parents own a nail salon and everything, and I've just never really been into having nails. But I wanted to do more nail art, and it's so hard to do on because I'm not ambidextrous, I'm kind of am, but like I can't do nail art with my left hand on my right hand, and so I wanted to try on press-on nails, and I saw that on TikTok. And so I made my own press-on nails, and my first set. I'm fucking impressed. I mean, they look really, really good. I agree.
0: They are really impressive.
1: And they're super cute. And I did a little French tip okay. with some snowflakes on them. And we'll post it in the show notes on the episode show page. But... They're very temporary because I just use these little gel tabs on them, and so I can just soak them and take them off really easily, and my nail stays nice and healthy. And the times where I don't want long nails, I can just take them off and I can have my natural nails again. And so that's what I'm super into. And my song of the week is a Christmas song. When you're listening to this, it's probably a couple days before Christmas comes out, but. Justin Bieber came out with a song with Bryson Tiller and another person, that I can't remember their name, but it's called Lonely Christmas and it is so good. So that's my favorite song as of right now. And Christmas movie, I've been really into Christmas movies because of the season and Single All The Way is a movie that I believe came out on Netflix. I know we watched it on Netflix. I don't know if it's Netflix exclusive, but that is a super, super, super sweet, movie for Christmas time, and we would highly recommend that, because I know you liked it too.
0: I loved that movie. It was You cried. I did cry. It was really (laughs) touching. Uh, I'm also going to go for a Christmas movie. My favorite Christmas movie is Why Him? We watch it every year when you put up a Christmas tree, and it's just the best movie. I think we talked about it in a a previous podcast, but I'm just going to go with that for my weekly obsession for movies, because... It's my favorite Christmas movie.
1: We watched that movie even not this at Christmas. This is the Christmas. third time we've
0: watched it this Christmas. We've watched it three times now. <laughs> uh, my song is Frost the Snowman. It's Alessia Cara's version with Pentatonix. I love her voice, and I've just been listening to that, st- so that song nonstop this Christmas. And then my last thing I'm going to do is a book. It's the book My Body by Emily Ratajkowski. She's like been one of my favorite models forever, and she wrote a book, and it's a very tough read. It's very sad and very hard, but it's very beautiful, and it's really well written. And I think it gives a lot of insight into her life, and some of it, uh, I said, it's been a fan for a long time. So to have that insight was really cool. So I really enjoyed reading that book. That's my week obsession session for Thing. And that's really it. So thank you guys so much for listening, and we will hit you with the outro. Bye. If you'd like to support the show, you can leave us a five-star review wherever you're
1: listening to our podcast. All our information will be listed in the show notes below or at our website, foreplay.com. That's the number four, O-U-R-P-L-A-Y.com. You can email us at hello at foreplay.com with any questions or comments or head to foreplay.com slash ask. We have a digital online game called Foreplay the Game. It's the ultimate adult party game for the sexually inclined and perfect for breaking the ice. You can find more information at foreplaycom games. We give away one free game of 4Play Plus a month to a listener who writes a review, so just screenshot your review and email it to us for a chance to win. We have swinger and lifestyle clothing and accessories at 4Play.com shop and courses at 4 learn. We also have a Discord community and Facebook group and would love for you guys to join us. You can find the direct links in the show notes below. We're on Twitter and Instagram at Foreplay and TikTok at Foreplay and at foreplayofficial. Official. I have an OnlyFans, which you can find at OnlyFans.com slash VIP or my free one at Bella Free. And if you want daily updates from me, you can add me on Snapchat at HeyBellaLuna. Lastly, we're on Cassidy and SDC at Bella and Jace, and you can get a free 30-day full membership by using our link. Again, all of our information will be listed in the show notes below, and we thank you so much for listening to our podcast. See you in the next one.
0: Bye!